0: Hi, I'm Geeta. And I'm Swati. Welcome to Episode 5 of the Autism Everyday Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about
1: some must-have skills and your child with autism. Just a little heads up for those of you who are tuning in just now and have missed the first couple of episodes. Geeta and I are BCBAs. We run WECAN, a resource center for autism in Chennai. And we are passionate about parent training, education and of course ASD. In the last uh,
0: few episodes, uh, we spoke about how the parent can be the change maker for the child and how you as a parent can actually get started by making a schedule. I am sure you are at this point where you have a schedule in place and you have decided that you are going to be this person who is going to make the change for the child. But now you are wondering, what do I do? Where do I start? Uh, What what does my child need to know? And what do I start teaching him? So there is so much to do, yet it is hard to figure out where to start. Sometimes it can actually be fairly disheartening, because a parent may feel that the child is not responding, he's not vocal, and you know you might often feel like you are talking to yourself most of the time. And how long can you go on having this one-sided conversation? And there are many parents that, who we know of who are at this phase right now and are really chipping away. It's not easy at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because for most of us, learning always means identifying numbers, colors, shapes, alphabets, vegetables and fruits. And for some strange reason, animals that are rarely <laughs> spotted on our streets. I mean, we're talking in the context of India where you know, you might see cows, dogs, cats, an odd goat, chicken maybe, here, yeah. But that's about it, on the streets anyway. Why do parents pick these as first learning goals? Why does the child need to know what a zebra looks Absolutely. like? Absolutely. Right? But for one, um, these goals are concrete and so they automatically become easier to teach. And surprise, surprise, your child with autism over a period starts repeating the names of pictures as you turn pages of a book. And that can be a great feeling for the parent and we understand that. Because it seems like your child is learning and responding in some sense. But the real question being, does your child really need to know this right now? Or does he need to know something that's far more basic and more relevant? Something that's more functional and that'll make his life easier maybe? Yeah, yeah. Make his life easier
0: and his family's life a wee bit easier, maybe, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I honestly wouldn't care uh, if the child knows what a dragon fruit is. I mean, <laughs> it's something we see in some exotic shop here and there. Um, if he can't ask for what he wants, when he wants it, and in the most socially appropriate manner, then how does it matter if he knows a zebra or any, any of those things, right? But that's stepping into the zone of communication and that's a topic for another day. That's a huge topic. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, we did a random survey a while back of what parents want for their child with ASD. And here are some of the common answers we got. My child must be independent, he must go to school, he must be able to sit must have sitting tolerance. I don't know about other places, but this is a word we hear about all the time from families and mm-hmm. schools. Sitting tolerance. He must be able to write and read, of course, and he has to be able to listen and follow instructions.
1: Yeah, that that sort of explains why a lot of this concrete level teaching that we spoke about um Earlier is, is sort of an attempt to reach these goals or to achieve them.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's ironic in some sense because you're teaching your child to um, read and write and to sit in one place and listen to a whole bunch of instructions. But the core deficit of ESD is communication, child led communication, initiation of communication. And there isn't a whole lot of emphasis on that. No, not at all. Not at Coming back to what a child really needs to know apart from communication and play skills. What does a toddler with autism or a child who is you know into an early intervention program, what does he need to know? To any parent, their child will always be a child and any time might be too early to expect their child to do certain things. More so in an Asian culture like ours where every need of the child is anticipated, it's planned for and it's carried out by the parent because the child is a child and you know we believe the child needs to be looked after. Yeah.
0: And fed well, remember. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> fed
0: very well.
1: <laughs> very important.
0: So I, I remember attending um, this beautiful talk by Dr. Peter Garat, an expert on adults with autism. It was titled adulthood starts in preschool and that talk was an eye-opener and made me think about how we culturally expect so little from our kids whether they are typically developing or whether they have autism
1: yeah yeah i agree so referencing a little bit into what dr peter um said in his talk one of the things or rather a list of things that a child by age 4 should be able to do or what a child who you who know, is just about starting services should be able to do is to feed himself, uh, clean up after his meal, put away his own things, pack his own little bag. Um, drink from his own water bottle, drink from a variety of bottles. So it could be a si- sippy cup, it could be a bottle that has a straw or an open glass like a tumbler. Um, be able to accept a variety of foods, uh, be able to dress and undress with some help from a parent. And this is super important but be able to indicate the need to use the toilet independently and in more than one location very often we find parents coming and telling us no no my child can use the washroom but only at home and nowhere else yeah, yeah so you want to make sure your child is able to use the washroom everywhere in every location and he can actually tell you that he needs to go yeah wash hands oh most important <laughs> remember we're all talking about washing hands during this covid 19
0: pandemic period right
1: so you want to make sure your child can wash hands and uh, be aware of the need to close the door for privacy when he's changing his clothes or he's using the washroom you know extra emphasis on this in our culture because very often kids are changed yeah. in front in, of yeah, yeah. you know other members of the family which is not okay it's absolutely not okay your child needs to have privacy he needs to be aware that he needs that privacy yeah. and yeah. that's something you want to work on when they're as young as two and three you know uh, be able to sleep independently <laughs> this is a, this is a big one kids You know, toddlers even need to be able to sleep on their own, in a room, preferably without adults. They need to be able to wait for what they want, tolerate refusals. Because let's be honest, life isn't always giving us everything we want. not at all. Right, we get a whole lot of no's and they need to be able to tolerate that. Um, They need to be able to tolerate changes to their schedule and make choices. And I think this one is super important. They need to stop and reference back to an adult when they're in a public place. You don't want your child running free in a mall. yeah, Or getting lost and not knowing how to locate the parent again, right? Exactly. We've heard horror stories of airports and malls where kids have just, you know, run away. Yeah. So you want to make sure your child references you. And, and learns to respond to stop absolutely stop yeah, and right? come here yeah. and and even the gesture of come here yeah, you know yeah, yeah. That, that's really important um your child also needs to tolerate haircuts and nail cutting he needs to be able to wipe his nose um, Cover his mouth when he coughs or sneezes. Mm, correction. <laughs> okay. Put his face into his elbow or arm. Yeah. So he isn't exactly coughing into, into his hands in yeah. these COVID new, days. New lessons from the coronavirus. Absolutely. <laughs> and at home, he needs to be able to put his used clothes into the laundry bin. Put away his footwear when he enters the house. And you know, help in watching plants. And if you're like me and you have a pet then assist in feeding them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cleaning up their toys I mean
0: so often you see parents doing it for them yeah because it's just strewn around and then the child is too tired to clean up and so the mom ends up cleaning it yep yeah so as a parent if you are listening to a podcast there really is a great lot to do right get out that notepad and jot down some of these goals take a look at your child's current skill levels in these areas and get to work What better way to use the extra time that the lockdown has given all of us? And whoever said it was boring, there is no time for any of that.
1: (laughs) You truly got no time for that. yeah. On that note, we are signing off this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Autism Every Day. Stay safe and see you next time.